y'all. Last week I was fighting for my life, okay? I was fighting for my life with that audio. I know you guys probably got the notification that it came out like on Saturday, but I promise you I recorded that audio last week, Wednesday. Tried to put it up on Friday and it took me all day to get that audio to upload to Anchor FM. It was ridiculous. I was having a minor, mini, tiny meltdown because I was like, what is happening? Why will... Why won't the audio upload to Anchor? I can't upload it directly to Spotify and Apple because of the way I've set up my podcast. And it was just stressing me clean out. I was like, listen, this is supposed to be easy breezy. I did everything on time. I edited the audio on time. I was in there. I was in it to win it. I really was. And last week was like, you're going to fight for your life. We fighting for our life. And I would have sung something for y'all when we first started. But what I realized that after having COVID, as I'm going to blame it on because I don't know what other reason, is my singing voice never came back. So y'all know how I used to be on here like, never would have made it. I can't do that. Like, I was going to give y'all a little Ray J one wish. And honestly, I probably would have sounded better than Ray J sounded last night at the verses. But... As I'm hearing my voice back, my singing voice may be gone. That bad boy didn't got snatched like Ursula did to the Little Mermaid. They didn't snatch my voice and I still didn't get the man. God damn. God damn. Oh my God. But speaking of the podcast audio, like the way that I was reacting to the fact that I couldn't upload my episode, let me know that I really give a high damn about my little baby podcast because I was stressed thinking that my podcast was over. I was like, oh my God, I got to start over. Granted, I have all my audio because I own my masters. I have all my audio and I could re-upload the entire podcast from season one, season two, and the bonus episodes, but that's a lot of work. Like, I know my little one or two lines that go along with the description of each episode isn't long, but I put thought into it. As I was saying before, I was interrupted by the announcement that we are going to be living in Gilead. Um, yeah, those episode descriptions really, you know, I put a lot of thought into them. They really matter to me and my podcast really matters to me. So, you know. I was a little like, oh, no, no, please don't take my podcast away. Please do not do that to me. Oh, no. Whew. I was really stressed. I was stressed. But the audio was somehow corrupted and I was able to fix it at the last minute, like at the wee hours of the night. And then I was able to get it up and going. And then you probably received your notification that the podcast was posted Um Saturday morning, but really it was posted Friday night, but you probably got the information about it on Saturday morning, but I'm glad we are here. We are here to see another week. I will not complain because sometimes in life there are just difficulties and anytime that you have the chance and the opportunity to fix it and do it better, I say take it. I'm not even going to hold y'all. Let's just get into this housekeeping because there's so much going on. I don't even know how we ended up on this road. Because what is going on this week? Let me find out that I'm going to have to start recording my podcast on Fridays because so much has happened on this here Friday and it is taking me out the game and I can't take it. But let's get this house keeping out of the way so we can discuss these things. Okay. Welcome to Janky Voice Notes with Shay. 
episode one wish. I do not know how you got here, but I am so excited that you are here to partake in this safe space of discussion. We talk about a lot of things on this podcast, but we mainly talk about relationships, business, self-care, and entrepreneurship. If you want to catch up on all things Shay Iconic, if you're a first-time listener or a new listener or you're just new in general, you can find us on ShayIconic.com. You can find us on the socials, Twitter and Instagram at Shay Iconic. You can find the podcast on Instagram at Janky VNW Shay. And then you can also find us on Snapchat at Shay Iconic C and YouTube at Shay Iconic Music. I'm not going to draw this out. I'm just happy you're here. If you haven't done it already, please go to the website and sign up for the Iconic Society. I, I email the list about once a month with updates about what has been posted, what our changes are, if there's new merch coming or anything. So you're always the first to know when you're part of the Iconic Society. You can sign up again at shayiconic.com. But again, welcome to Janky Voice Notes with Shay, episode one wish. So there is just a lot for us to talk about today. There is a lot for us to talk about. I am so happy that I did not record this podcast episode on Wednesday because we would have missed so many things, so many things. Some things I wanna talk about, some things I do not want to talk about, but they need to be talked about. And we're just gonna talk about them here. I would like to start this on a high note because This was already in my notes from, you know, as I was preparing for the podcast. If you are an OG listener, you know that as soon as I end a podcast, I'm already writing notes for the next episode. And this has been in my notes since then because this happened last week. So we're going to start on a high note, but then we're going to talk about all the things that have happened this week. And by golly, wow, I'm going to try not to swear, but we're going to see what's going to happen because this is given we're going to have to cuss. So let me just say this is not a drill. This is not a drill. Ring the alarm. I've been through. Sherelle, didn't you say he was going to stop singing? Whatever. I'm going to do what I want because they snatching rights away out here in these streets. <sighs> but this is not a drill. This is not a drill. This is not a drill. B is coming. B is coming. Actually, technically, when this podcast episode pulls, she is here. You won't break my soul. I like the song. A lot of people don't like the song. But yes. I knew this last week, but I recorded the episode on Wednesday and did not feel like adding any additional audio because there's always next week, God willing, and here we are next week. So yes, I bought one of those damn boxes from Beyonce. I did. You know, the the four boxes that doesn't actually show what's in the box, but it's for pre-order for the end of July. I bought one of them. I really did buy one of them because you won't break my soul. You won't break my soul. I'm telling everybody. Y'all know I like all types of music and... I really like the Beyonce song, not because it's Beyonce. I listened to it and it was like, oh, no, I like this. I like the messaging. I like the beat. It's giving what it's supposed to have gave. It's giving house music. And I do house music. Like, mm, 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 mm. sometimes you just got to be free, happy with a good message. But I'm not releasing my job. She didn't lost her damn mind. Unless she's going to pay these bills or adopt me and let me be Blue Ivy, Sir and Rumi's sister or babysitter. I shall not be releasing my job. But I will release this wiggle and this jiggle in my hips for that song. But yes. Back to these boxes. I see that box one and box four sold out. And I'm going to assume that box four sold out because if you are a 
big fan, then you know that four is very important to her. Like that number is very important. And people are people who are fans know that too. So they're like, we're going to buy up four because four probably going to be extra special. And then they probably just bought one because it was one. Because I was only left with the two options of two and three, we all know that two is very important to me. If you didn't know, now you know. So I bought box two and I hope it's worth whatever I spent. But either way, at this point, Beyonce can really just sell us sand at the beach and we'll buy it because I did and I will and I'll do it again. So if you haven't, I don't know why I'm acting like I'm part of Beyonce's promotional team. I do follow her publicist on Instagram. I love you, but she she gives what she's supposed to give. She gives mommy vibes, but I'm not being paid <laughs> to be promotion for Beyonce, but I like the song. Check it out. It's called Break My Soul. And if you don't like it, maybe it's just not your taste. And let me say this also. I was not one of those people who listened to the Drake album and started to bash him. I did skip all the way to Jimmy Cooks because we all know how I feel about 21 Savage. This is a 21 Savage stan account. Okay. I love 21, 21, 21. I listened to my 21 Savage mix at the gym and just randomly while doing my makeup. This can explain why I'm so aggressive. But, you know, I'm older than him. I think I've been aggressive. But, you know, you know. I just said when I was because I was listening to the Drake album in the car and when it switched from the first record to the second record, I said, oh, I'm going to have to listen to this in the house and give it a fair listen because listening to it in the car when I'm trying to be like ludicrous move to get out the way isn't going to work. So I'm sure it's probably a good album. I just haven't given it a full listen. There's a difference between trying to listen to a full album in a song. I was able to listen to the song, decide if I liked it or not, listen to it more than once. I like it. So everybody has their own opinions. It's not just because it's Beyonce. I think if a random artist released this song, I would still like it all the same. So if you haven't checked it out, check it out. If you have and you don't like it, let's see what else she drops. But get your box because apparently a lot of us already have. We are stupid. <laughs> I am grown. Well. That's what adulthood is for, having adult money with your kid actions. Hopefully not. Hopefully you're more mature than a child when you have your adult money. But it gives me the right to make decisions like buy the Beyonce box. And I bought it. So box number two, I hope you're lit. And people who bought box number four, tell me what's the next. I want to see. I want to see. I want to see. But <sighs> I know I keep saying this, but I'm going to say it again. I am so glad that I am recording this podcast episode later this week because it gave me the opportunity to see so many things that have happened in the last 48 hours. Which one do we want to talk about first? You know what? I'm going to give us a little shit sandwich. I'm just going to be honest. I'm going to give us like some good, some bad, and then some good again. So we had our good without Beyonce and not breaking our soul. Let's just move into this whole Gilead situation because why the Supreme Court of the United States has decided that protecting gun rights is more important than protecting the rights of women is beyond me. Like, why do you want such control over the reproductive rights of women? And it's always the people who probably will not have to make this decision 
if it ever comes down to it for them. Because quiet is kept. People with means are still going to have access to abortion rights and reproductive care to make sure that they are healthy, their children are healthy, and everybody in their family is healthy and can make healthy decisions for themselves. It'll be the low-income women who barely have access to a freaking health center who will have to make these difficult choices. And people are like, oh, well, you should be more careful to get pregnant. Things happen. And also, reproductive rights isn't just about abortion, okay? Like, it's... it. it it includes so many things, and I am not a healthcare professional, so you know, speak to a healthcare professional for the full picture. I am just giving you my opinion as a citizen, as a uterus holder, a person with a uterus, and saying that there's so many other things that go into reproductive care that may bring somebody to have to terminate a pregnancy. It could be a health concern. It could be I'm not ready. It could be a financial concern. Have you been? Are you in this country? Gas is a million dollars. It cost me seventy dollars to fill up my tank the other day. If I had to pay these gas prices, I could have just brought the Mercedes I wanted. No, 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 no. Gas is high as hell. Groceries are high as hell. People are fighting for their lives out here. But in the midst of that, you decided, hey, let's give more people guns and let's take away reproductive care. It pisses me off because that is a personal decision for the person with the uterus. It is a personal decision decision it's a health decision it's a family decision like you do not get to put your religion into the laws of the country because of your personal beliefs i said this to somebody earlier this week and i'll say it again i am not in the business of people's feelings and you should stop projecting your feelings and your wants and your needs into the highest court of the land this is honestly disgusting and if you disagree with me you can go to hell and you can go there twice i'll put that shit on a t-shirt because i say it so often go to hell and go there twice because when you do not care about the health of half of this population what are you saying about yourself and the fact that there are women on this court who i shouldn't say women woman who was unqualified to be on this court but you know they snatched that seat up and cheated to get those two seats on the supreme court but we're not going to talk about that because i made a conscious decision when I started this media service, this blog, this podcast that we're talking about fluffy things. But sometimes we have to talk about the real things. And today is one of those things because I'm coming in hot like a 45. And that's clearly protected by the freaking Supreme Court because, oh, God forbid you can't have access to a gun. And I say that as a person who clearly I've talked about this, who has taken gun courses and gun safety courses and have and has my own beliefs about my ability to protect myself a certain way but also (laughs) also um if you want to protect that why don't you want to protect women you think it's okay for people to die trying not to have a kid because you making essentially abortion illegal isn't going to stop not nary a person from having an abortion all that's going to happen is they're going to have it unsafe unsanctioned and possibly die from it And then for the people who are like, well, I can't do that. I'm not going to do it. There's going to be a lot of abandoned children. You know, the children that you don't want to give access to government assistance and care. Those kids who are going to end up in the foster system, who are going to end up in child services because they are not wanted. And not to say they're not loved, but people who aren't ready to have kids who make a decision not to have a kid are clearly making that decision for a reason. Like, get out of my uterus, get out of my ovaries, and mind your damn business. I... This country every day outdoes itself to try to be worse than the generation before. Like if they can figure out how to 
reinstate slavery they probably would oh oh it's called the police system <gasps> who said that i said that oh god i'm not gonna go there i'm not gonna go there <sighs> i just cannot believe i mean i can't believe because i'm a functioning thinking person in the society but it, it, it's the attack on women for me it's the attack on women and i don't like it i don't like it I told y'all shit sandwich, right? We going shit sandwich? Are we Are we going shit sandwich? Let, let's go shit sandwich. Let's talk about something that hopefully can bring us joy and happiness. Let, let's talk about this versus battle. You know, the one I said I wasn't going to watch and stayed up till 2 a.m. watching it. So <laughs> I didn't know if we was going to have another moment like we had with Bone Thugs and Harmony and 3-6 Mafia with... They got to tussling and fighting and throwing bows. Like, I didn't know. But there was a lot of aggressive energy on that stage. I did not watch the pre-show. And I wish I did. Because I kind of I got like a little soft spot for Ray J. I do. I ain't going to hold you. And I liked all the other entertainers that were up there. Like Sammy, Pleasure P, and Bobby V. They have good records. But I have a soft spot for Ray J. Because Ray J has been around a long time. I don't know if he gets his credit. Because he gets overshadowed by the Kim Kardashian sex tape type of situation. And that whole mix of things. And being and Brandy's brother and a whole bunch of crazy stuff that Ray J has done but Ray J has been around a long time go check the original Dr. Doolittle soundtrack he was he was on that soundtrack giving me the song that had my youth in the chokehold which is that's why I lie if I'm telling you why 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 yeah I don't have my singing voice but y'all go check that out but Ray J has been around a long time he has given us a lot of bops he has given us some acting and let's not act like him and Flavor Flav wasn't like king of reality TV for a very long time they had a very long run so y'all gotta stop playing with Brandy's playing with Ray J okay I'm just saying I'm just I'm just saying but with that said, this is not a podcast tip, but it's true if I ever said it before. People will try to embarrass you and downplay your accomplishments, even if it's just one. But let me tell you this, the way that repetition and marketing work, I would bet a lot of my dollars that Ray J's One Wish record has a lot of streams today. Now, why do you ask? Shay, why do you say that? I'm going to tell you why I say that. Because although I did not catch the entire pre-versus show, I do know that they kept trying to play with Ray J like, oh, what are you going to do? Sing One Wish? What are you going to do? Sing One Wish? One Wish? One Wish? One Wish? And then they kept singing One Wish. And you know what that does to people? They wake up today and they're like, oh, you know what I listen to? Hmm, Ray J One Wish. Why don't I listen to Ray J One Wish? Because it's been repeated a hundred times with people making jokes. So y'all just added dolls to Ray J's pockets. You should have just sung your own songs. It doesn't matter if he was out there sound like Billy Goat Gruff. Doesn't matter. Those are his hits. Oh, wait a minute. Those are his hits. So go ahead and add them dollars. Y'all up there being toxic. Don't play with Ray J. <laughs> I mean, play with Ray J if you want to. That's Brandy's brother. It's not my brother. Don't play with my brother. So play with Brandy's brother if you want to. But... I sure did listen to One Wish once or twice, and then that took me down a hole this morning, which is why this podcast episode is titled, If I Had One Wish, We Would Be Best Friends. I don't mind singing it bad, because he didn't mind singing it bad last night, but I still listen to it today. He got them two strings up off of me. I don't know what that equates to in dollars, but it was enough sense. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But... Now that that is out of the way, did y'all watch the verses? 
did y'all watch the Mario versus? And I'm calling it the Mario versus because that's what the hell it was. Like, this was the first versus where I wasn't sure who would win. And I'm a fan of both a Marion and Mario, but I know more of a Marion's music than I do a Mario's. But I acknowledge that the Mario songs that I do know, they snap. And I don't only know them, I love them. Word for word, love them. And he performed most of the songs that I love. He performed a lot, but he performed most of the songs I love. And every time they came on, I was like, oh, my song, oh, he did not. Oh my God, that's my song. So, you know, I love both of them. But <laughs> I do have some questions about the Mario verses. I have some questions. <laughs> First of all, this wasn't even a question on my list of my notes, but I'm going to ask this. The things that men do that they think are sexy and going to turn women on are typically wrong. Sir, 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 you and your brother are finer than the hair on a duck's ass. I don't even think ducks have here on their ass. Girl, I said what I said. Y'all are fine. Y'all are finer than the eyelash here. Why was y'all... Orion? Orion, don't listen to your older brother. Don't... Omarion? Omarion? Why was y'all eating watermelon on that stage? What was y'all doing? Y'all thought that women was going to watch that and be like, Oh, he... He's sopping up that watermelon. It's going to be... No... Mm -mm. it was aggressive and it was messy and I was like not my lady bits not me but also I don't think I was a target audience but from the look of the comments I don't know who the target audience was because it was none of us because all of us was like huh huh boy sing the goddamn song but outside of that I have some additional questions um has Mario always been this fine like I remember when he came out with the I want you to braid my hair. Come on and braid my hair. I remember when he came with that song. I was like, he's so cute. He's so cute. But never in all these years have I looked at Mario and been like, that man is fine. Like, every time I see Mario, I'm like, he attractive. He real attractive. I like his swag. But has he always been this fine because y'all know sometimes i don't pay attention to fine men it be by accident i'm not always paying attention but has he always been this fine okay that's question one or two whatever i don't know what question one also um why am i always attracted to a menace because mario was clearly being a goddamn menace last night a full menace a hilarious menace with good voice control and a silky smooth voice that had me like i will be part of your harem if you have one i will come and i will be there and i will shut up and i will cook I'm not doing none of that. I lied. That was a lie. But that's how I felt. <laughs> that's how I felt. But he was being a goddamn menace last night. And not only was he being a menace last night, he woke up this morning and chose violence again with Instagram and was still being a goddamn menace. Talking about Omarion has decided to go to writing books <laughs> because Omarion does have a book covered out. But I'm like, shut up. And I've actually... Am I aging myself? I didn't tell y'all my age a hundred times. But I went to the Millennium Tour when I was younger. And Omarion sound fine in person. So that leads me to my next question. Did O know he was doing a versus? Because he seemed ill-prepared. And as somebody who has seen him perform live and sing live in a small space. Um, yeah, there's this, there's this theater here in Boston. Um, that has a pretty small capacity. I can't remember the name off the top of my head. I'm not going to look at it now because 
I should know it. But I was close enough to hear them singing. And I know it was many moons ago when it happened, but I don't recall being like, oh, Billy Goat Gruff. And I just feel like Omarion was like, I have the Billboard hits. I'm Omarion. I have B2K hits in my back pocket. I'm going to win. And he just was like lighting incense and staring at the sky and was not preparing. Sir, did you do a sound check? And granted, I know that the sound was effed up at the verses. Like that sound guy is definitely fired because it was messed up. But did he just, did nobody tell him, did he think maybe the verses was today and not yesterday? Because I just, I just feel like he didn't prepare. I just, he just didn't prepare. Also, oh, Mario really slid on that shit and I loved every second of it. Like, when's the tour? Mario, tell us when your tour is because this is the prime time to drop a new song and tell us when the tour is because clearly we buy things. I just told you about the goddamn Beyonce box. I'm coming to your tour and let it be at the city winery because I want to be in the audience. I want to be close and I think you got a boo, but just let me as a fan feel like I have a chance with this menace of a man with this silky smooth voice and who's going to ask me to braid his hair even though his hair is not long again, but woo chill. Got me talking fast. Got me talking fast. Y'all know I'm back in these streets. Y'all know I'm back in these streets being a hellcat at the red lights, twerking on the headlights. Actually, that's not what I'm wanting anymore. I'm like, sweet bounce. Mm, sweet bounce. Like, I'm just trying to whine on somebody's son. But now I get pregnant because apparently the, you know, <laughs> the Supreme Court said if I get pregnant, I don't want it. And I, oh, that's it for me. <laughs> Gotta laugh to keep from crying because they really wilding out here. But what was I saying? Oh, yeah. Come back, Cheryl. Come back. Also, 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 yeah, also, I'm good and in my 30s as we apparently keep discussing this podcast because I'm not ashamed of my age at all. Um, But it was very clear last night what my age is because staying up to 2 a.m. East Coast time for that versus was a struggle. My eye was watering. I fell asleep a little bit. Then I woke up a little bit. They were still singing. D-Ray Davis had to kick these damn men off stage because they was like, we just gonna keep going back. But that's not how this works. Swiss Beats and Timbaland, come gather your products and figure out how to make it better because there's too, there's too many cooks in the kitchen. There's too much happening. Like, whoo child just do a versus tour at this point because we can't take no more this janky shit i mean we're still going to come and watch it and complain about our free content but i i just hate that swiss and tim's name is on it because you know well i don't know i don't know these men but it seems like they're very serious about the perfection of the products that they put into this world and i feel like versus is taking on a life of its own because it scaled so quickly that they had to figure out how to make profit which i'm all for that like make your profit boo boo but how to make profit but still kind of keep the essence of what started it especially since people are no longer in the house and have to watch it and they're outside so yeah we can sell tickets but what does that mean for the original consumer on instagram i have faith that versus will figure it out like what it was when it first started, that purity of it is gone. It will always be a memory for all of us who took part in it. But I am not giving up on the Versus brand. Not that anybody asked me or anybody cared. But having a business or having a product 
it's so difficult because it's like you're building the plane while you're flying it, even as prepared as you think you are. Even if you have the right formula, it's always kind of building as you're flying. So I have faith in verses. I enjoyed that versus Mario has me in a chokehold because he slid on that bitch and he was giving me that aggressive personality that y'all know. Y'all know I like an aggressive man. Not aggressive with me, but just like in a little aggressive man. Like he gonna cut up a little bit. I'll be like, that's my man. That's my boo. That's my boo. I got his back. But, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whew. So, I think we talk about this often, and I don't know if I ever name-checked the podcast, partially because I feel like, you know, there's similarities in our personality, and I never wanted to make it seem like this podcast is a direct product of the other one, which it's not. If you look at it, clearly it's not. But I kind of just kind of stay in my lane. But listening to this podcast this week, and they were talking about Wendy Williams and what Wendy, and what Wendy means to journalists and media girls and people like us made me think about, you know, my inspiration and what I used to tell people when I was younger, which I used to be like, I'm going to be Oprah. I'm going to be Toni Morrison. Like always knowing that I was a journalist, always knowing that, I can use my voice and that's my gift. But so I was listening to Ratchet and Respectable by Demetria L. Lucas. And I've listened to it since day one. I've been a fan of Demetria since that show that we don't talk about, that she doesn't talk about. And partially because, you know, I could see similarities in our personalities and people tend to flock to things that are similar to them the same with jazz fly god rest her soul actually her name is jasmine waters but god rest her soul when she was on her um, reality show i saw similarities in the personality being a writer and the critical thinking so i was a huge fan of hers i'm still a huge fan of hers although she passed um you know so it it made me want to really say this piece because Demetria has spoken about how, you know, she may not always agree with Wendy, but we're all products of Wendy. And that's how I feel about Wendy Williams too. Like there are so many things that have happened since Wendy hasn't been in that purple chair where I'm like, damn, I wish Wendy was in that chair because I just want her take on it. I just want her take on it. And that's what Wendy Williams is. Whether you agree with her or not, and she has a lot of missteps, let's not forget when Tabitha Brown had to check her real quick <laughs> in the blessed and highly favored way but it's still when she gets it right she gets it right and the way she thinks about things and the way she works through things is like it's entertaining to watch you cannot take that away from her so it made me want to say similar to what Demetria said you know what you're a product of I'm I maybe didn't know this when I was younger when I was saying oh I want to be Oprah or I want to be a writer or I want to be a rapper or all these things I didn't know what the title of that was but I always knew who I was so let me just say I am a product of the Oprah Winfrey show the Ricky Lake show the Arsenio Hall show comic view comic view is like don't leave that out let's not act like there wasn't good hosting happening with some quick some quick comebacks because if that's not my personality then you just don't know me um, Demetria Lu Lucas, Jazz Fly, hell, maybe even The Breakfast Club, and a bunch of other great writers and speakers I've seen over the years. When listening to last week's episode of Ratchet and Respectable, Demi also said, it's a talent to be able to talk for like 20 minutes straight. And I didn't think of what I did as a talent. I guess it just seemed to be something that comes naturally to me. So I'm like, I'm just getting on this mic every week, popping my shit. <laughs> and it's the type of things that I say to my friends. Like, I'm the friend that people come to when they 
want to work through a problem. I'm a critical thinker. I'm going to make you laugh. And it's just something that I do naturally. So me talking on this microphone each week for at least 30 minutes for, you know, we, we call this podcast our lunch break podcast, um, just seem like I'm just doing something that everybody else can do. And I know that's an issue that I have is that I think because I'm good at things, And because I'm able to do it, everybody's able to do it. And a lot of times the people around me have to check me and be like, everybody can't do what you do. So, you know, that's the therapy fool. We talk about that in therapy, I guess. But it just never dawned on me that this is a talent. And even when I listen back to my own podcast and I'm hypercritical of myself, I'm like, no, this content is good. I'm giving you good content. Is every week a 10? No, but I am sticking to cadence i have set up i am building a brand where people know what to expect when they come here now you may get days like today where i have to go off on the fucking supreme court but at the end of the day the content's good the content's good and i just maybe don't have as large of a platform or an audience and i don't know what it's setting me up for but it's setting me up for something and although every week i'm like i don't know why i'm doing this especially last week when the audio was corrupted i was like why am i doing this for 10 listeners <laughs> 10 people why and then i had to just tell myself like it is leading to something if you truly believe in god the way you say you do you have to have faith that Everything that you're doing is preparing you for something better. So when somebody says, oh, you write, oh, your website, oh, I have all this product that is packaged that I can give to them. Speaking of my website, if you go there, it will say it's under construction, but you can also still listen to the podcast and read the blog post. You know, the blog post about P-Valley that just randomly go up, not after the episode or anything, just randomly appears. I do write them. Well, you guys can go read the recaps and you'll know. I tell you how these things keep happening, but champagne, campaign, champagne, campaign, champagne. <laughs> And I don't know if this is how I set up my notes, but it's sliding right into the podcast tip. And the podcast tip for this week is to acknowledge your gifts. And in true Shay fashion, because, you know, I thrive in chaos. That's all I wrote. So I guess I trusted myself enough to come up with the context for that statement. And I think I have a little bit to go around it. And it goes into what I was just saying Just because you're good at something and it feels easy to you doesn't mean it's not a gift. Acknowledge the work that you have put into it and and take in the compliments. When people say, oh, this is good, take in the compliments. Also take in the constructive criticism, not just all the criticism, because people will often criticize out of fear and you have to learn how to decipher between that. Have some discernment about that, but... Take it in and acknowledge your gifts. Acknowledge your gifts, work on your gifts, continue to pour into them because you never know what day will be your time for them to shine. In case in point, I know I was cracking jokes about the verses, but Mario's been this good for over 20 years. You know, like he puts out consistently good music. Thank you, Sean Garrett, the pen. We all know I'm a I'm a the dream type of girl, but I acknowledge Sean Garrett, the pen, because he's out here giving hit. He has given Mario a many a hits and Mario has performed and, you know, prepared and continued to pour into his cell, pour into his gift. And that versus yesterday was the day. Not to say he doesn't have all these other accolades, all the other things that Mario has gone through. 
out his life. But yesterday was a day when it was like, when it's my time to shine, oh, my gift is going to be ready. The same way with Jada Kiss. Well, the Jada Kiss thing didn't dawn on me because I'm a Locks fan. I've been a Jada fan. I love Jada. He's one of my top five rappers. Um, so to me, I was like, you know, when Jada was out here winning verses back to back, I was like, well, that seems right. That seems like what he's supposed to do. But, you know, for Mario, there's people who are listening like, yeah, that's the same for Mario. Well, I didn't know that. Stop that. Get out of here. But the fact that he knew, he knew, and for the people who doubted him, he was like, have you heard me sing? Have you seen me perform? I got hits. And he acknowledged his gift in a menacing way that turned me on. But he acknowledged his gifts and he showed up. He showed up. So acknowledge your gifts. What you're good at is what you're good at. And don't feel the need to downplay it because we have this false sense of everybody's supposed to be humble because you're not supposed to be proud. Be proud. Be proud of what you work on. Be proud of what you're good at. Be proud of what you fought for. So acknowledge your gifts. If nothing else, acknowledge your gifts and acknowledge the good in yourself. <sighs> Child. Look, I got an attitude before I even say it. Made my head itch. I'm not talking about dating anymore. Okay. But I would be remiss not to bring it up because we talked so heavily about dating the last few weeks. I'll say this for the dating section of the podcast. I don't have any dating anything for y'all this week. Not because I'm not open, but because there's nothing new. Let's talk in a few weeks. And when I build up some stories to tell you guys, I will definitely, definitely tell you guys. I am not on these dating apps anymore, but I am kind of back in the flux of talking to a few people that I was talking to before. Like, you know, I just, I believe that my love life will shake out the way it is supposed to shake out. But until then, I will continue to share my stories with y'all. Not full details because y'all know I'm not trying to violate nobody's privacy or my own. Um, And also because that's a lot. But I will continue to share some experiences, some stories, and just let y'all know where I'm at. So I think I might have said this last week or maybe not when I was having my temper tantrum because I was mad because I felt like somebody stole my damn basketball off the basketball court. But whatever. Um, I'm still dating. I'm still open to dating. I enjoy dating. I enjoy meeting new people and learning things and still just having this naive belief in love. And I don't think it's naive. I think it's a choice of happiness. Like there are people who are like, no, love don't exist. Everybody cheat, blah, blah, blah. And I'm not taking that from you. If that's what life's experience has brought to you and that's your conclusion, great. But for me, I know in my heart, in my spirit, that love is real, love is so powerful, and love is worthy fighting for, saying that you want it, and having it. Like, there's no shame in saying that you want to be in a partnership. If you don't want to be, that's fine. If you want it to be, and then you decide you don't want to be, that's fine too. There is nothing wrong with that. But if somebody's like, yeah, I want to be in a partnership, like, why? Calm down. (laughs) Calm down, killer. Everybody's partnership looks different and what you're probably avoiding or saying that you don't want might not be what that person is saying that they do want. So no new dating stories. It's going to be hot this weekend, but I have lots of stuff to do. God willing for safety and protection because y'all know when it get hot in this city, get crazy. But just praying for a great weekend of heat and love and summer lust and just greatness. So Hopefully, in a few weeks, I will have some dating stories for y'all. But until then, I do not. Don't ask me about it. Because that last one took me right off the map. It only took me off the map for a few days, if I'm honest. Like, I had to talk about it a lot with my friends. Because that's what I do when things bother me. But 
after I thought about it, I was like, you know, it happens. Things happen. People get back together. Like, it's not the end of the world. It doesn't make a person a bad person. It just makes a situation a situation. And a situation is just a situation sometimes. Oh, this is feeling less like a snack size episode, like a lunch break and more kind of like, oop, I took a walk and I took an extended lunch break. But I wanted to touch on this and this is probably the last thing we talk about. But do you guys notice the migration that people are making away from Instagram back to Twitter and even like over to TikTok? Is that something y'all are seeing? Maybe it's something I noticed because I'm a beta tester of a lot of things. I'm a social media person. I'm a digital person. So I'm constantly watching trends. And I've seen this coming for maybe about the past year. Like Instagram got really popular and, you know, it's owned by Meta or Facebook or whatever. And they're like, oh, we have a monopoly on this thing. Where are people going to go? People going to go where they're going to go. Mm-hmm. People going to go right where they're going to go because what gets me about these social media sites or apps is that they act like MySpace, Black Planet, AIM, and all these other places where we used to congregate never existed. Like, let's not act like at that time they weren't the hottest thing smoking. Like, they weren't shutting it down like the dream. Shut it down, down, down. For someone who said she wasn't going to sing because she doesn't have a singing voice anymore, you've sung eight songs. Huh. Stop it. But it, it's the cockiness of it all. Like, Instagram, people will leave you. Like, people migrate every so often. And honestly, Instagram has had a very long run. When did it come out? 2009. It first came out for iOS users. And then in 2010, it was available for Android users. I mean, we could check that, but I don't feel the need to. But it they've had a very long run. A longer run than a lot of apps. Like, Facebook damn near in the grave. That's why they out here trying to have a metaverse and get people in virtual reality because they said people don't care about your updates from your great auntie talking about the baby with the big ass head. They don't care. But yeah, the more that Instagram tries to implement these very stringent rules on people and not understand culture and context. Let me tell you how Instagram gave me a warning one day because I reposted something. I was like, hey, this is like when I be trying to kidnap my cousin. They were like, you are promoting violence. I was like, so y'all don't understand cultural language that, but there's bots all up and down this damn app talking about why do people go to the bathroom every time they look at my account? Like y'all wildin'. And the more you push people, the more that people are going to innovate. So I wouldn't be surprised if Instagram is obsolete in like six months. That may be too soon, but I just feel it coming. And people aren't going to Clubhouse because don't nobody want to go to a, what is it, an overly shiny um, party line. It's not there. I don't know what the next thing is. I wish I did because I can use the book. But I can tell you what, people are migrating and I don't know if industries are starting to see it, but it's coming. It is coming. Taking your audience for granted will fuck you up every single time. And I know I said that with the hard F, but it will. It's like people get so used to something. Oh, you need me. Oh, you need this service. People don't need anything. People like stuff. They like convenience of things. And people will switch in a second. Just a few years ago, people were going to actual websites, reading blogs for this information. And then it came to be that it was easier to scroll and read it on Instagram. But when people can't scroll and find the information that they're looking for of the people that they actually follow, they're going to go somewhere else. So taking your audience for granted is always a mistake. If people keep asking for specific things and you keep ignoring them and making the user experience difficult, they will just migrate somewhere else. People will leave. If you learn nothing from my dating story last week, people will just leave. I'm just saying. 
I'm over it. I'm not over it. I, you are over it. Stop it, girl. That, that relationship was only like three days long. I know. It was fun, though. Anyway, speaking of which, I'm getting real antsy and want to know what my next chapter of life is going to be as a communicator and what it will look like. Like, I have all these goals and all these things I want to do, and I'm not sure how to get there. But I do thank you guys for joining me on my little journey and always being supportive, listening to the podcast and sharing it with family and friends. I promise you that merch is coming. I know I've been saying it for a while, but it's coming, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. And I, I'm i just interested to see where I'm going to be in six months. Am I still going to be living in the same city? Am I going to move? Like, all these things. Like, life is just, I like life. It's so exciting because you just don't know what's going to come. And you could try to prepare as hard as you may, but... You just never know. Um, I can tell you what, I need to finish this damn book. I really need to tap in and just finish this book. But, you know, we'll, 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 we'll get around to it. Um, also, I know I mentioned this in the intro, but if you haven't done so, please go sign up for the Iconic Society. It's been a year since I started Shea Iconic or this iteration of Shea Iconic, and I'm finally locked in to implement changes that I've been saying I was going to make for months on this podcast. And they are still happening slowly but surely, but I think you should sign up for the newsletter. I don't email a lot because I don't like to be emailed a lot because I get a lot of emails in my nine to five, but I do like to share information there so if you haven't done so already go to shayiconic.com scroll down to the bottom of any page because it's on every page there's a yellow box asking you to input your information to join the iconic society so i ask that you join it and be in the know and i'm glad that we are able to congregate here every friday ish <laughs> friday saturday ish and talk and just shoot the shit but this weekend where I'm at, it's supposed to be really warm. I know the rest of the country has had pretty warm days as well. I hope you enjoyed this hot weather if you're having it in your region and be safe and do something that excites you and just love this day and the day after that and just hold it dear. So this is a pretty long episode, but with that said, until next time, happy Friday.